Okay, once again, we are live, finally. It's been a while. It's been a little while, anyhow, but I've been busy making some videos. Been busy making some videos. And um, for some brothers in Africa. And uh, I got to shut this off here. And we got to get, uh, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to do some online teaching for some brothers, other brothers in Africa, in uh, Kenya, and um, and Pakistan, Pakistan, uh, Kenya, Kisi, Kenya, and the one we did uh, not too long ago was on the 27th. Uh, it was in Bugiri, uh, Uganda. It was our second teaching, online teaching. We make videos out of these. So that's all great. And uh, today is what? Today is the 31st of January, where once again, we're Missionary Enterprise, Missionary Aid International. This is live stream number 46 on Facebook. And uh, please write your nations. And we're coming live once again from where? Oshawa, the big city of Oshawa. Uh, it's not that big, but anyhow, we're growing. But I don't really care. As long as uh, I know the Lord wants me here, I was basically, we moved here at the age of five, and we're in southern Ontario, the nation of Canada and uh, the continent of North America. All right? So we're going to get started here. We're just going to let a few people come on board. Good morning and much love from Uganda. Amen. I received that, brother. And uh, we're going to do some more stuff with you. More stuff. That's not very... Uh... <laughs> Anyhow, we're going to do more uh, ministry with you. Hopefully, uh, the Lord is going to, um, you know, be in all of this. I believe He is. Uh, because God has, you know, he's, uh, he's always looking for opportunities to open doors. Open doors. Oh, we all want doors to open, don't we? Write your nation. Write your nation. Write your nation. Write your nation. We all want doors to open, don't we? Yeah, but are we ready for the doors? Are we ready? Huh? Are we ready? I hope so. I'm getting ready. <laughs> I thought I was ready after I got saved. Oh, boy. Rude awakening, but that's okay. We learn. And I think uh, the next two live streams we're going to do is going to be very interesting. I'm going to do a teaching on self-deliverance. Self-deliverance. Uh, how you can deliver yourself from uh, any, 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 any sin whatsoever. It doesn't matter what it is. You can deliver yourself from any disease, sickness. You can deliver yourself from bad habits, nasty habits, sexual habits, whatever. Uh, you can deliver yourself from, uh, yeah, poverty. You can deliver yourself from uh, lack. You can deliver yourself from uh, begging, asking, depending on people. You can deliver yourself from that, believe it or not. You can actually deliver yourself from asking other people to give to your ministry. Yeah, you can build your faith and your confidence in God, and God will choose the people He wants to give to your ministry, as long as your ministry is approved of Him. Uh-oh. Okay, anyhow. So self-deliverance, and I think I'm going to do another one after that on our cessa on cessationists. That's a big theological word, cessationist, cessationism. Basically, our cessationist heretics, or is cessationism a heresy or heretical, all right? And I say, yes, it is, all right? So anyhow, it's a false teaching, that's for sure. It's a false teaching. 
So anyhow, let's get into this today. It's going to be very interesting. We're, of course, we're making a bot, uh, podcast out of this. And uh, let's get on with this. So today we're going to be looking at something very interesting. Actually, I came across this when I was doing, um, when I was preparing for the, for the online teaching for our brothers in uh, Bugiri regarding faith, you know. And uh, I was just doing some, of course, I always use my concordance, nothing wrong with that. And uh, I was looking at all these different uh, different places where the word believe, the word faith was used and all that, uh, using key verses for my teaching. And I, I saw in my concordance, I saw the word believe used all these different times in the Gospel of John. And it reminded me of this commentary I had. I don't have it with me because I didn't use it. I didn't use it for my notes I wanted to stay away from that. And uh, regarding the Gospel of John, all right? The Gospel of John is actually called by some scholars the Gospel of Belief. The Gospel of Belief, or I would call it the Gospel of Faith. Why? Why? Well, first of all, we have the Great Faith chapter, right? In Hebrews 11, that's called the Great Faith chapter. And then we also have, uh, that's in Hebrews, Hebrews 11. And also, we also have the epistle to the, the Hebrews, which is also called by many scholars, the epistle of warning or warnings. Why? Because it's full of warnings. All right. So the gospel of John has this word believe all over the place. It's everywhere. All right. And actually, according to Strong's concordance, I don't have my Strong's concordance with me. Mm. Uh, the word believe the word believe, English word believe, is mentioned, used approximately 50 times. 50 times in just the Gospel of John. Good morning, Mackenzie. Um, long time. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been busy. You know that. I post stuff and all that. So thank you for that. And also the word believed, all right, is used approximately 26 times. 26 times. So we got 50 times. We got 26 times, and the word believeth, King James, is used approximately 17 times. So all, all together, it's used the word believed, all right? It's used approximately 100 times in the Gospel of John. Wow! That's why they call it the Gospel of Belief, all right? So the Greek word, the Greek word, not the, not the Greek word for believe, not for the word faith. The word faith is pistis, but for the word believe, it's the word pistuo, Probably don't pronounce it right, but anyhow, it's Strong's number 4100, which is the, in the vast majority of versions and translations rendered the word believe, yet that simple translation, however, hardly does justice to the many meanings contained in the Greek. Uh, pistuo, all right? Because if you look up the word pistuo in a really good Greek dictionary, you'll have the di different definitions like to adhere, to cleave to, to trust, to have faith in, to rely upon, to depend upon, or depend on, all right? So it just changes everything. I really don't like the word believe. <laughs> I really don't like the word believe. I like the word better. I like the word to cleave to, to trust, to rely upon, all right? To cleave to, wow. You know when you cleave to something, or you cleave to somebody, you know, like you, sometimes, well, anyhow, I don't want to get into that, but sometimes you got these guys or these friends they just cleave to you. And it's like, let me go. Let, leave me alone. You know? And uh, they're like parasites. Anyhow, listen, I'm just joking here a little bit. But I really don't like the word believe. All right? 
And uh, But anyhow, it's everywhere in the Bible. And now when I read the word believe, I usually bring the definitions, the others, these definitions in, and it makes me understand the whole, the whole concept of believing a whole lot more. So anyhow, let's, let's, um, let's look at some, uh, some key references. I think there's going to be more than one part. So maybe part two, part three, uh, depending on, I, we're not going to look at all of them. Okay. We're not all of them. We're just going to look at some of them. All right. Some key ones. All right. So let's start, let's start. If you got your Bibles and or you, you get your Bibles after whatever. Some of you are holding the phone, watching me, me sitting down holding the phone. So that's okay. So anyhow, believe. There you go, Mackenzie. Believe. Amen. Amen. Amina. Amina. Isn't that what the, it's uh, Swahili and uh, I don't know what it is in Uganda, but anyhow. So though, let's look at John 1.12. We've looked at this verse before. John 1.12, it says here, uh, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So we got the word believe and receive. So if you're going to receive something from God, you're going to have to believe it. All right? You're going to have to believe him. You're going to have to cleave to him. All right? This context is to become a child of God. This is basically about your salvation. When you get born again. All right, so that's right. So believing is receiving, or receiving is believe. How do you receive? Okay, we got to get this, people. How do you receive uh, from God? Well, after He's done everything at the cross. All right, how do you receive from that place called done, which is what the Lord showed Dave Roberson? How do you receive by believing it? All right, cleaving to it, trusting in it. All right, all right. So let's move on here. I don't want to spend too much time. Got to make these short. Uh, let's, we're always in the Gospel of John. This makes it easy, isn't it? Eh, all right. So let's go to John 3.12. John 3.12. John 3.12. Yeah, Mark 11.23 is great. Mark 11.24. All right. If I had told you earthly visible things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly invisible things? I think he's talking to Nicodemus here. And it's true. You know, sometimes we get so spiritual, we forget we're, you know, we're on this earth, you know? And Jesus always used all kinds of um, um, illustrations, parables of the sower, all right? Parables of the sower, to get his point across, to get his point across, to get his point across. All right, sorry about that. All right. Got to remove this, and we remove that. All right, to get his point across, all right? So if we got to start sometimes with earthly things, visible, he's not talking about the things of the world, like, I mean, sin and all that. No, he's talking about things that are visible. All right. So in order to, before you can even understand things that are spiritual, that things are unseen. All right. So let's start. A good example of that is, hey, listen, you know, we see all these things, good things. You know, we see all this Beautiful things that we have on the earth, nice trees, fruits, vegetables, all this beautiful landscape and all that. Well, where did that come from? Well, it came from God. It came from the invisible realm, right? But we can start with the visible, all right? Let's move on to John 4.42. 4.42, we're still in the Gospel of John. We'll be in the Gospel of John for a couple of days or for a couple of weeks, anyhow. Then they said to the woman, now we believe... Not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that he is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Now, listen, this is, you know, this is, this is key here. It doesn't happen all the time, 
But see, they had heard about Jesus from the woman at the well, right? But then they heard him. She pointed them to Jesus and they heard him for themselves. And there must have been a conviction of sin there. And they came to the place of believing in what, uh, what he said about himself. And that happens a lot of times. You know, you hear the gospel, you hear a preacher, you know, and then you may, you know, uh, there may be a connection there. God will use that, of course, you know, and, uh, but then you hear, then the Lord makes himself real to you. Wow. You may hear his voice or you may, you know, me, I, he caused me to see things I'd never seen before. That was my first encounter with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. And that's what caused me to be born, be born again. All right. Where Jesus became my savior. All right. Okay, let's move on to 448. 448. Still in the Gospel of John, as usual. 448. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will no means, by no means, believe. And you know what? <laughs> there are some people who are like that. Basically, I was like that. You know, if the Lord hadn't done what he had done to get my attention, um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'd never get saved. But that's what it took to get me born again. All right. I had to have a, a, an encounter. I had to, well, I didn't know that, but I mean, when it happened, that's what helped me. I'll tell you, I saw things I'd never thought I'd seen before. And, uh, it's a type of, uh, con it was a conviction of sin, but I just saw my life. And so it's a type of, uh, sign and wonder. It really is. It really is. So that helped me to believe tremendously. All right. But there are some people. Uh, they don't need that. They don't need that. But some people do need that. And Jesus is willing to meet us where we're at. He knows exactly what we need. Now, did God try to get a hold of me, uh, my attention before that? I don't remember. I don't think so. Maybe when I was a little boy. I don't know. Because I was brought up in the Catholic Church, right? All right. So let's go on here. John 5, 38. John 5, 38. It says here, but you do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent, him he sent, him you do not believe. All right. So here, I think we're talking about, still talking about Jesus. Uh, but whom, because whom he sent, well, he sent John the Baptist uh, to, to preach, right? And uh, it's like sending a preacher, you know, you send, God sends preachers and uh, they don't believe the preachers, you know? And that's what that whole story is with, uh, is it Lazarus that went to, um, oh gee, was it Lazarus? No, it wasn't Lazarus. Who was it, that guy there that uh, he eventually, um, he went to heaven and the rich man, he went to hell and he said, go tell my brothers, go tell my brother, go warn my brothers about this place. And they said, hey, listen, man, you know, they didn't believe in Abraham. They didn't believe in so-and-so Moses. How will they believe even the one who they were preaching about? All right. So there's always that, um, there's always that scenario. And, uh, unfortunately it's, uh, I don't know everything, but God does. So, uh, there we go. Abiding in you because whom you sent. Okay. 547, 547. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? All right. So remember Old Testament was all about Jesus, all right? It was all about Jesus, all about the coming Messiah, the coming Savior, the coming Lord, the Lordship, talking about the Lordship of Jesus. And a lot of people rejected at that time. A lot of people rejected that, all right? 
So it says right here, but if you do not believe in his writings, how will you believe my words? All right. So let's move on to John 6.29. John 6.29. We're still in the gospel of John. Still in the gospel of John. Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God. I love this verse. I just love, 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 love this verse. I love this verse. This is key here. Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. And I remember hearing Gary Carpenter teaching on this, and it's true what he said. You know, there's nothing that you can add to the finished work of Jesus. There's nothing that you can add to, you, you can't add any works. You can't bring your works. Don't never bring your works to God. But there is one work, one work, singular. There's one work that you can bring to God, and that's the only work that God will accept. It's your faith. All right, you're believing, believing in what Jesus has done, what Jesus wants to do, what he's promised you. This applies to the sinner and saint alike. All right, I can go on and on about this, but I won't. I want to keep this short. Let's move on to 664. We're still in the Gospel of John 664, 664. But there are some of you who do not believe, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were, who did not believe, and who would betray him. Of course he knew that, but did he know it? Oh, okay. Anyhow, did he know this because he was God? Well, I don't believe he was God. He was God before he became Jesus, but I don't believe he knew this because he was God. He knew this because he was operating by the gifts of the Spirit, because Jesus was dependent on the Spirit at all times, all the time. All right? So I believe the Holy Spirit showed him you know, these things, and then that's how he knew because the Holy Spirit is God, and Jesus was God. He was God before he became Jesus, but it says God the Word became flesh. It didn't say it remained God. He became flesh. All right, write your nations. Write your nations. I want your nations, all right? I like to know who's listening. Some of you I know, but uh, even sometimes I can't remember uh, what nation you're from in Africa. So write your nation, all right? <clears throat> All right, so right here, did not know, because from the beginning he knew uh, they were who did not believe and who would betray him. He's talking about Judas, uh, okay? And I think we're going to stop right here. John 6, 69, John 6, 69. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. I believe this is Peter saying this, because uh, you got to keep, you know, I'm... I'm I'm not teaching it, well, I'm trying to teach it in context of what that verse was written, all right? But I believe this is where Jesus, you know, a lot of the disciples had left Jesus, and then they went, some of them went back to what they were doing before, and then Jesus went to his first disciples and said, are you going to leave me too? And Jesus, and Peter said, where, where are we going to go? Where are we going to find the truth? You know, you alone have the truth. Right? I'm butchering it a little bit here, but it's what based, that's the context, and that's what he said. And also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And of course, this is key here, to believe and know. All right? So we have believing, but there's also a knowing in the, the believing. All right? So it's like, you know, once, once I be, why, the moment I got born again, you know, I knew, I knew, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that God was real for the first time in 31 years. Been to church for when I was a little boy, 
God never really meant nothing to me. I didn't know he was real the way I knew on that day when I got born again. So, all right. So, you know what? This is it for, for today. I only had two pages. and uh, But we're going to keep going with some other verses. Um, I don't know when. This week sometime. Today's only uh, Tuesday. So, maybe we'll do one Thursday, Friday. We'll see. Because we're still working. I'm working on some notes, like I said, for some other brothers. And uh, so, anyhow, as I always finish my, my teachings, I encourage you. I encourage you, I encourage you, I encourage you, I encourage you to learn, to learn, to learn, to learn what it takes to walk in your sonship. And in order to walk in your sonship, you'll need to learn to walk in the grace of God and the faith of God because it's His grace that got our sonship back, right? We lost our sonship, we're back in the garden, we had our son, we had our sonship, Adam, son of God, Luke 3.38, we lost it, we lost the image, we lost the image of God, we lost all of that. And losing the image, losing, we lost our sonship, all right? And then God got it all back to us by sending his firstborn son from the dead, by sending God the word becoming flesh, becoming the second Adam, the last Adam, all right? So good stuff, and thank you for watching. Uh, I believe you're getting something out of these, and um, yeah, all right. So we will see you next time, and like I always say, shalom and Amen.